Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, you doing, everyone? A big video to go through here. We're going to go through the three Saturday night games and also just an update of where the teams are at. I know a few people asked me you know, how the teams are going, so I may as well do this before the last two games and get a bit of an idea of maybe where we might shake out in, the, uh, in, a, in a score and then an overall rank after round two. So the people squad sitting at 4.79 and, and gone okay this week. Haven't had any, you know, too many crazy stuff-ups. But, you know, obviously the, the Nanai score last night was uh, not ideal at all, and we'll speak about that in a, in a second. But, you know, Harry Green up there, I'm not sure if we're going to get the update on the points, so Grant 61, Arrow 45, based on NRL.com's uh, scoring. Unfortunately, that was a bit annoying. We've, um, we're going to have a bunch of players left. We've got Tuolangi, we've got Randall, we've got King, we've got Haas, uh, Stefano, and also Mann. So six players left, sitting at 479. I think we should, you know, with captain as well, I think we should make a bunch of ranks and be in that top 1,000 pretty comfortably. With the uh, with the six players, and um, you know, after not making two trades, I think that's a pretty good start to the season. I think you know, having guys like Brown was was really good as well. But again, we'll jump through that in a second. So six players left uh, with the captain four seventy nine. Move to the head to head squad, and a lot more players in this game. We actually have eight left with four fifty two. The thing here is we have Walters, and and there's some talk of him possibly playing some five eight. Don't know exactly what's going to go there. We're not sure how many minutes Hetherington's going to get. So there's a couple of things there to that uh, yeah will probably lower down our scores a little bit. So the five fifteen, sorry, And so the, the 452 there with eight players to go is obviously pretty good signs. We had Ben Hunt there with 85, was really cool. You know, Birdie there, we, we don't have the, the Aiken or the Lolo, for example, to get that 40. Uh, no Arrow as well with a lot, slightly lower score. So a pretty good week so far for this squad. Obviously Crichton with the 44 was a little bit of an issue. We also don't have Jeremiah Nanai as well. 
um, with his 17. And we haven't played Ilias, which is ideal as well. So the team should go pretty well and, and end up probably in the top 1,000 as well, I'd say, with, with Payne Hass as captain with the eight players remaining. And the last one with with my team there. So sitting at 5.15 and have just that one less player with, with five to go. So Randall, Tuolungi, King, Hass, and also Kurt Mann. And this team here, obviously a couple of decent ones. You see, obviously with Brown at 59, Nico at 84, Penasini with OK again with no attacking stats, and, and Reed with his try. So we'll speak about him a little bit later, but yeah, a decent setup for my squad at the moment. Anywho, we'll move on to those games, and we'll start with uh, round two all the way back here. OK, so we had the Titans and the Warriors to kick us off. And guys, if you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. Really appreciate that if you if you jump in there and do that. How good was watching Greg Marzu play? He's a beast, man. He how do you even tackle that guy? <clears throat> this game was um yeah, closer than I thought. Titans I thought we were gonna run away with it and, and Warriors came back and probably you know, had a had a chance or two to win it. So yes, yeah, a very interesting one. Twenty to eighteen. I expected Fafita to play a lot better as well, but yeah, we'll we'll speak about him in a little bit. But um, but Greg, the only issue with him is is you know Thompson not being uh, in that side, and when he comes back, he should get that spot back. Uh, and, and Sammy's playing well also, so I doubt that Greg keeps his spot. But we we spoke about how you know little ball he got last week, thirty odd meters run was not enough, you know, and to score on the first play or the first um you know thirty seconds of the game was pretty cool. If you decide to hold on to him, if you didn't hold on to him, then you're absolutely kicking yourself. But yeah, this is what we expect with with Bowie. He might go back to a thirty five next week, but you know if he can if he can you know, obviously average somewhere around the forty five mark, you'd be doing pretty well, and that's a great start. That's pretty much a perfect game for him. Just the one missed tackle, one hundred sixty meters, you know, twenty seven tackles and a try. He did really well. All right, Toby showed what he can do in this type of game. Obviously, against a lesser side, and and there are scoring a bunch of points. He. He, was mani- he managed to do all this in just in base. So 111 run meters was really nice for him. The 26 tackles for only three misses is cool. You know, a turnover tackle and offload, a couple of tackle breaks and forced dropouts, 407 kick meters, just doing a little bit of everything to get his points this week. And that's really good signs if you're looking for him to be a keeper long term. Again, it will be interesting to see what happens when he comes up against the better sides or if they get beat fairly comfortably. But you know, it looks like their team will be pretty solid, so he should do fairly well across the season. Wade Hegan had a, another great game. A couple of line breaks and a try this time. So five tackle breaks in at 65 metres. So just don't expect him to do that every week. But he's also you know, playing really, really well. So you know, there's a chance that he can hold around that 50 average for sure. I wouldn't be looking to pick him up. Just a bit too expensive for me at this stage when you've got guys like Grant for sure. Joshy Curran, he's awesome. Hey, If he keeps, continues to play those big minutes in the middle, then he's going to be a beast. The only thing is when Tohu comes back, uh, when Tohu comes back, will he be... Uh, an eight will will current say a thirteen. Will he go to an edge? There's a few question marks there, but Joshy with 44 tackles and 148 meters, so 58 in base is um is super solid. And then if you get some attacking stats on that, you can get 70s like last week. So if you picked him up, you're really happy. Adam Fenor Blake had an awesome awesome run. They got the line break, couple of tackle breaks, and and plenty of meters there. So that bumped up his scoring. That 53 minutes I think will be pretty normal for him. Just be aware that Lodge did play 20 minutes only, so. Yeah, there might have been a slight inflation on some of these guys because of that. Uh, but yeah, a, a great score nonetheless for Adam. But again, you're buying him at uh, you know 53, 54 average. Um, he's got 50 over that first two games. So nothing extraordinary, but doing his job, I, I suppose. Reese Walsh, again, priced really high, but 53. He looked busy, he looked fast. He was um, you know, really nice to watch. A couple of forced dropouts as well in there. A little bit of kicking, so... 
he he's going to be great this year. Will he be a keeper at the end of the year? I'd say so, but um, you don't have to bother picking him up now. Maybe around origin time could be a good idea if he's not in contention. Yeah, so for Fida, we thought it, we, we spoke about him a little bit at the start of the season that <clears throat> in preseason that he might not play the 80, and that happened in this one with 64 minutes, so 44 in that time. He did have a try assist in this, but you know, 69 run metres for a guy that, as damaging as him is just not enough, and they did decide to go left a lot more to Bowie this week, which was interesting. Like Bowie look, almost looked like a better runner than Fafita for, for this round, and that has to change if he has, if he's going to you know, stay at his you know, keeper levels, but we know what he can do. There's every chance that next week he comes out and gets a 90. So I wouldn't be trading him out for sure, but definitely frustrating for the first two rounds, averaging 47.5. All right, Fodawaka and Tino, 41 each. Both okay, but again, not guys you want to be looking to have in your squad. Okay, you and Aiken, less tackles this week. So 29, no tackle breaks. The one offload there and one turnover tackle. That was a nice tackle there, but yeah, the base is all right. We like the 41, but... No um, no attacking stats just hurt him this week. Um, but that's fine. If he, if he can average that 48.50 just in base across, you know, multiple... If it's one week he has more tackles, this week he has less, that's fine around there. And then some attacking stats to possibly come in those 80-minute efforts. I think he's going to be fine, especially picking him up at that price. How good was it to see Brimson come back and start really well? I think that was great to see. Uh, that you know, line break and try assist in the, in the first set of the game was cool. If you traded out both for more to Katoa, this is what can happen to you. No, this is probably what I expected him to not play eighty minutes, and yeah, you know, with someone like Bailey Siren uh, on the on the bench, then this was um, a possibility of happening. But I think his base is still really good. So without the attacking stats, he he had a solid game. He is fairly cheap, right? A four, five, six, and we'll make some money on that. But you know, where's he going to end up when when Toho comes back? That's the, that's the question. All right, Campbell comes in with a 38. So he's going to lose a little bit more cash. He had a solid game without being incredible. He'll he'll warm into the season, guys. So don't stress on him. Yeah, you take that. You take the 38 and and his 30 in the first two games. Really, um, there's other guys that haven't gone that well either. Arthur's with 37. So he was pretty solid, and he should have a spot for the next few weeks. And maybe he can end up keeping that as well. So we have seen some decent scores for him. At the Broncos, and if he can, yeah. So as I said, if he can keep that spot, that it's three hundred k or whatever he's going to be after this, then he could be a half an option. Let's just keep an eye out on him. Aaron Clark with thirty one in his sixty minutes. This is you know very much in line with a lot of the games he's played in previous years. So he's not an incredible target. Hope you haven't brought him in this week. If you started with him, you got to hold again, uh, just because he went really well that first game, but he did score a try. Rocco Berry, again, not too much happened with him. 127 metres, 19 tackles, a bunch of um, demerits in this one with a couple of errors, unfortunately, in, in attacking territory and three misses. So, again, that's just kind of like Rocco's base and you're not going to be losing any money on him. He covers for the wing fullback. He covers for the centre. And any attacking stats, and he'll end up in the 40s each week. <clears throat> so he's a solid one. How good was Lodgy spew on the on the side of the field when he came off? That was, uh, that was fun times. Um, and yeah, it's about all we need to say. Ash Taylor with that very low game, but that's very normal for him. Sharkies and the Eels. So it's a good game to go and watch this one. Even though I am a Cowboys supporter, I was you know sitting with uh, my roommate and a few mates there that are the Sharkies and um, a nice try at the end. I was actually really hoping that Nico missed the conversion because I wanted extra time. I had a bunch of players obviously in this game with Reed and Dylan and, and Penasini and Hines. So. Um, would have liked that game to keep going, but nonetheless, it was a, uh, a nice win for the Sharks. So, both teams are going to be pretty good this year, you'd say for sure. 
Nico with 84, again, just look at him, involved in everything. 28 tackles for three misses was better. Still had three errors and a few of them just uncharacteristic. And to still get 84, he's pretty much a must-have, you'd say, with how much he does across the park there. We try assists, he hasn't even scored a try yet. Offloads, tackle breaks, you know, just everything there. So he was awesome and you know, covers two positions as well. Blake Braley does it again, which is really, really impressive. And if he can keep this up, and it looks like he's he's actually just going to compare it to what his brother did last year, how amazing Jaden started with the Knights. And it was like he was absolute must-have territory. And then he uh, started to slow down and, and get a bit tired across the season, being a smaller body and was making less tackles, missing a couple more. So this could happen with Braley as well. And again, another line break with a couple of tackle breaks. So less than what he would normally do. But has he improved as a player? That's probably the thing we have to ask ourselves. And, and if he has, then he, may, he might come into contention for a spot across the year. I personally wouldn't be looking to pick him up now, but if you'd like to, that's also okay as well. With Grant being around, I'd be picking him first. Anyway, Dylan Brown, much better game for him. Only a one missed tackle for 22, which is still a pretty low game in terms of tackles for him. But you know, a, a line break assist try assist was nice in there. Running for 185 metres and getting five tackle breaks was awesome. So, yeah, just the lack of demerits this week was much better. And, you know, a game where he didn't do too much to still get 59 to be the third highest score in the game is, is perfect and is what I was hoping for and expected across the season for him. So he's someone that looks like we don't have to worry about too much. Obviously, just a pretty light first round. Fanukin playing big minutes, averaging 56.5. So... This will probably change with, with McInnes. I doubt Fanukin wants to play 65 minutes across the season, but he's had a great start to the year. And I think that you know, if you decide to start, start with him, it was a very left-field option, but you've, um, you've done really, really well. Papali'i, 54 in his 80. So again, seven missed tackles for him is a little bit of a pain. You know, the four, four breaks, uh, four tackle breaks there. So he's solid without being, you know, amazing in that first, uh, in this first game, in these first few games here. So you're kind of getting the output that you want for a dual position, um, mid and edge. Junior Balo, 54 in his 46 minutes. So just low minutes, but like, thankfully did really well. Just, you know, four offloads in there. Uh, 100 meters gain, just just a great game for him in terms of you know his PPM, and yeah, I suppose not too much else to say on him. If you hold on to him, you're, you're much happier with that score than what happened last week. And again, most of the uh, Eels guys just had a really tough game last week, and you see the bounce back in all of them here, which we'll keep speaking about. Tig Wilton with another try, so 54 in his 66 minutes. He had another great game, and if you've picked him up, you've um, you're doing well, and just ride it for as long as you can. Moses with 52, got a try, just a bit of everything, 616 kick metres. That's where you're going to get a bulk of your points there. He's solid again, without being spectacular, you're getting what you paid for out of Moses. All right, Reedy, this is the painful one here. We're going to lose a bit more cash too with the 51. He'll be down around that 730, 735k mark. And you know, four missed tackles for him is not good enough. The 35 tackles is a lot less than he probably should be. I'm glad he's running the ball a bit, but no kicking out of dummy half this time. He doesn't look himself at the moment, unfortunately, and that's a little bit of a worry. And, and I'll speak about him a little bit during the, uh, the over the next few days and leading into teamless and stuff. But yeah, it's just a slight worry. You probably can't trade him if like if there's someone like even Grant, for example, got got a fifty-eight, played incredible, only got fifty-eight. So unless someone was averaging seventy in that position, it's probably hard to trade him out. But, uh, yeah, definitely concerning. If you're just watching him to the eye, it doesn't look like he did uh, last year. But, yeah, he can always um, warm into the season and improve for sure. Gutho was a lot better in terms of his scoring. So if you hold on to him, well done. 
Uh, what do we got? Ramian and Moylan. Had, Moylan had a really nice game. Again, I wouldn't be looking at him regularly, but it is what it is with, with Matty. Uh, it's a good game. We'll just acknowledge that. Ramian a much better game after his, like, 12 last week. Again, not an option. Talakai was solid. Will he be continue to get big minutes? I'm not exactly sure, but very interesting nonetheless. Just keep an eye on him. And then you've got guys like Penasini. So 36 points there. He had four tackle breaks, 24 tackles for two misses, 100 metres, and a penalty conceded. You know, really solid. Again, the they're not going right. Like, he had a few opportunities down the right side, but not really in attacking territory, more like halfway, and he was making some good metres and some tackle breaks. So... Again, similar to Rocco Berry, I think Penn has a little bit more upside just on his base for starters, but then he has the, uh, the upside in a better team as well. So he'll start to score points eventually. Uh, he'll start to score some tries. Fafita with 26 was okay. Uh, you make it, again, make a little bit more money from him, but yeah, we worked out the Royce Hunt's the guy that's going to go when, um, when McInnes is there. So that's something, that's something that is helpful for Fafita owners. Nakora with 25, so this, you know, again, this becomes a bit of an issue. A lot of people are speaking about him pre-season, about how good he looked and all that kind of stuff, and, and then come into the normal season, and, and we're back to, not well, this is worse than what he normally would do, but back to some lower scores, and yeah, he's going to average around that 40-odd again, like normal. McInnes with 18, so we're going to lose, get some cash losses for him, but if, he, if we can uh, keep him on the bench for a few weeks and then he gets a big-minute roll... Uh, I think he's going to be picked up by a lot of teams. And Oregon Kafusi had a low score there in the 13 jersey. Here we are for the best game of the round, the Cowboys and the Raiders. How good were they? Wow. Very low-scoring game too. So just be aware of this, guys, that the top score in this game was 48, right? So when you're looking at Lolo, when you're looking at Hudson Young, all these, you know, White and all the guys we're interested in, you know, Jeremiah Nanai, we've got Tom Gilbert, we've got a lot of guys that... Um, potentially people have in this in this game and the high score of 48 is very very concerning so obviously a lot of uh, a lot of missed tackles in this game a lot of you know penalties conceded a lot of drop ball plenty happening to just keep this game slower when you know ball the ball less in play less scoring for for that but um yeah whiten in there Corey again two guys aren't super relevant low low with the 53 minutes interesting um comments at the back end is uh of the um Sorry, when, when he was asked questions after game, post-game with Todd Payton, it's just like, oh, what about the asking about the minutes? Is he going to get over 60? They just they keep pumping that narrative. Does he have to play over 60 minutes? I don't know. I don't think so. Is it annoying if you own him? A little bit. But, yeah, the 40 there, he just needs some... I don't know, where's, he, where's his footwork going? He seems to just be running, just cutting the ball dead straight and just hoping to get through the line. Like, he was always his best when he's running the ball and, and, and playing with a bit more footwork, so... Yeah, 25 tackles is, is fairly normal for him, but you know, the 160 metres is, is not what it used to be. So, yeah, does that continue? It might do. That's the worry. Um, Tarpany, again, another one people were talking about pre-season. He's going to do amazing things. Again, pre-season work, pre-season work. He does it randomly. He'll probably get 70 next week, but he's still averaging 45, and, and that's you know, under what he's going to be, uh, what he's priced at currently. So not good enough. Starling, if you picked him up, only the 57 minutes. And the worry was the um, the number nine on on the bench, which we'll speak about a little bit later. But yeah, 38, his PPM was pretty low compared to normal, unfortunately. Just hardly got to run the ball, but they did get smashed. Remember that. Uh, Talangi, he's um, he's a nice player to watch. I, li- I like him. He, he got a, obviously, a, um, he stepped on the line for one of his tries, but he, he's a nice finisher. I, I like him a lot. Uh, not fantasy relevant. Holmes with five goals and just a bit of a quieter game for him, 35 points. Hamiso, so this time didn't get the 
a million forced um, turnovers and the try saver that he did last week, which kind of saved his points to get a nice line break try. But again, this is probably some of the scores that I'll be expecting him to get when he doesn't get a heap of um, tackle breaks and, and line breaks and offloads and stuff like that. So yeah, take the good and the bad with me. So if they're going to be playing better, that's great news for him. Um, Elliot's going to get pretty cheap off the bench there. Hudson Young, it's a tough game with the sin bin as well, but just not much happening for him, not much running, uh, ball running for him. So he's going to lose some cash as well. Tommy Gilbert, so a lot of people were tempted, in, tempted by him, and he did get a lot, of, um, a lot of minutes, which was cool. But just not a lot going on down his side. 24 tackles, two misses, two penalties, 88 metres. So, yeah, very low, um, very low game for him and, and very frustrating if you picked him up. He'll make a tiny bit of cash on that, on that start that he had, but he'll, he'll start to even out and... and yeah, good to see that he got the big minutes, but a bit of a worry for sure if you picked him up this week and a bit of a sad one. Uh, Jeremiah Nanay with 17 and did pick up a nice try. That was a beautiful catch, but look at the demerits. Holy moly. I think it's one of the boys is saying it's like the in the top top 10 worst demerit games ever. So he's obviously going to improve on that, but just the, the running out of the line and jumping on blokes and pulling an arm out and missing them and stuff just wasn't good enough. The three errors is obviously something that's going to happen a bit less with the penalty as well. So he even got a turnover tackle and still end up with 17. So yeah, not, not, not his game for sure, this one. And obviously saying he was a must-have, a must-have pickup, him and, and Tungo. That obviously bit us in the ass, but he'll um he'll improve from that and, and I'm not too worried about him. You got him at a cheap price anyway. It's not like you paid 700k for a, a potential flop. Um, I don't think he's going to be a flop. He's still getting the 80 minutes, so, and he has obviously so much talent. That catch that he had was amazing, so that's that. Let's move on from worrying about him. Uh, Trevelyan is the uh, young fellow that came on for Starling, so he got 23 minutes, and he was solid without being incredible, so he's taking away from Starling a little bit. And Tomoko with 11 in his 80 minutes, so that's what can happen with these outside backs for the Raiders, which you see uh, Nickel Klukstar with 6 and Schiller with 5. Um, yeah, not ideal at all for all three of those guys, which... Yeah, had pretty solid games last week, and unfortunately this time, just the lack of run meters, like so many low run meters in this game. A few guys over 100, but overall, tackles and run meters, what was the highest tackle count? 34, 37, 33. See, there's a few 37s and 34s, but no one in the 40 plus, which was, yeah, just a bit of a rough game overall. If you had a bunch of plays in this game, you really got hurt, and if you had, you know, no none or just one in this game, you've kind of got out okay, but um, Lukey as well, if anyone that owns him, just a 23-minute game, which is um, frustrating, but that can happen if you're, if you're on the bench. If, if things just don't work your way, then that's going to happen, and I'd be worried about that for sure. And at that price, could be a potential trade-out. Unless he gets named in the starting side and things change, I don't think he's going to be getting huge minutes like he did last week with the 50-odd. So that's that, guys. That's the three games. That's the update on the teams. I hope that uh, all of that really helped you guys out, and we will look to catch you in another video when we do a bit of a review. Have a good day, guys. Enjoy the games. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 